Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show tonight, or today's guest, I should say, is somebody who um, is co-founder of a project you've probably heard of. It's Dominic Sheena, who is the co-founder of the IOTA Foundation. He's got a long story, a very amazing story from very, very humble beginnings. So Dominic, it's an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you for hosting me, Craig. Excited for the podcast. I'm looking forward to this one. Listen, the first thing I want to sort of do is, is, is just get a bit of an introduction as to who you are, you know, what you're doing, like you know, your background. But obviously, there's a pre-blockchain and there's a post-blockchain. So what were you doing uh, that led you into, well, creating IOTA? Uh, yeah, so my background is that I come from a mountain village in northern Italy. And so because the beauty completely bored me, I was in front of my computer all the time. <laughs> mm. And so what really got me into, into blockchain was gaming and this online hustling where I was setting up several online businesses like dropshipping and e-commerce trying to make money. And so obviously because PayPal had this restriction, age restriction, I couldn't really create a PayPal account. And so that's really what got me into Bitcoin, really this way to transfer money frictionlessly all around the globe with no barriers. And so I got involved full-time into blockchain in 2012. First, I wanted to set up a cryptocurrency exchange because I thought, oh yeah, I'm going to make so much money with that. <laughs> but uh, it was probably a little bit too early. And But the good thing is I got a lot of experience and, and I actually helped co-found this crypto valley in Zook. So together with Charles Hoskinson, uh, the Ethereum people and other startups, we were really the first ones to try to set up this regulating, regulated organization in Switzerland to try to get banks to work us, try to get governments to work us and to try to bring clarity around these legal and regulatory issues. But it sort of failed and I also failed with my startup simply because that, that was around the first time of the crash mm. in 2013. And so I had to start from scratch again. But obviously, I was, I was completely convinced of, of blockchain and, and DLT. And that is really the future. And around that time, I also met my co-founders in, in IOTA because of the NXT uh, project, mm -hmm. which was also co-founded by one of my uh, co-founders. And then in 2015, we, we realized that uh, IoT really needs to have a distributed ledger. Right, because in IoT, you have this fundamental trust problem, trust in data. So how can you make sure that the data you get from a machine is, is authentic and has not been changed? Mm -hmm. Because IoT is all about automation and you can only automate if you can trust the data that you get and trust the process itself. And the second much bigger one is to really create a machine currency because we want to make it possible for machines to start having their own wallets. So they're not just automated, but they're completely autonomous and they create this new machine economy. And because we've been in this space for so long, we realized we need to come up with a new architecture to really have a fee-less and scalable uh, uh, distributed ledger network. And that is w when we created IOTA and Detangle. And it's been our main focus ever since, and we've been working this 24-7 with a lot of tears and blood building <laughs> it up. <laughs> you know the stories and so now now we are in a much better position in the market a very mature project we have more than 110 employees in the foundation mm. and and we have very exciting progress up ahead of us yeah i'm looking forward to getting into that thank you for that uh introduction to uh to basically yourself and io i mean one of the things that's got me is i mean i, I want to understand a little bit about i mean if it's not going to be mine then how are you 
how are you making it all work? How, how does the whole thing work? I mean, we're talking about transactions that uh, no matter how the size is, uh, they're, they're basically free and they're fast, right? So how are yep. you able to make that work without having that mining background, uh, just sort of yep. propping it up? Right. So that, that's the main promise of IOTA, that it's really solving this trilemma that we have today in distributed ledgers. Basically, security, decentralization, and transaction fees are, are really uh, uh, competing against each other. And you cannot achieve all three of those. But that is the real goal of IOTA, that we are able to achieve those. And we, we've always said we want to have a system whereby, we, whereby everybody in the network is participating in a consensus. Because in IoT, we talk about millions and billions of devices they're oftentimes not connected with each other. So we need to make it possible for those machines to also create uh, smaller sub-networks whereby they are securing those transactions. And the way that it really works is that uh, the, the consensus itself is rather simple from, from the outside. You issue a transaction, and by issuing a transaction, you're also confirming two transactions in the history. Now, the secret sauce here is really which transactions do you um, choose. So this is what we call the tip selection algorithm. So it's, it's a Markov chain Monte Carlo algorithm, which randomly um, selects two transactions in the history that you're then going to confirm. And as more and more transactions uh, uh, confirm your transaction, the more secure it gets up until it's irreversible. So it's really based on, on, on the same principles. After a certain time span, after a certain amount of transactions have confirmed your transaction, the more secure it gets and until it's irreversible. Now, that, that is really the original vision of IOTA, but obviously over the years, we've been really working tirelessly on, on coming up with this new approach, which also uh, removes some of these bottlenecks that we have today. Um, the biggest bottleneck that we have today is this coordinator. Um, maybe I should delve a little bit into why we had to launch IOTA with the coordinator. Cool. Because I think that's, that's, that's important knowledge for, for people. So let's think about launching the Bitcoin network today. So what we have is we have a very mature environment where we have hardware out there, ASICs, FPGAs, and GPUs that are ready to mine, right? And so if I launch the Bitcoin network today, we really have this race to the bottom where these different mining, miners and mining pools are going to compete against each other. And more likely than not, we're going to have a double spend happening in the system because somebody is able to get majority of, of the hashing power. So you will not be able to get this equilibria that we have today in the Bitcoin network. And, and as you know, as soon as you have a double spend in your, in your uh, network, basically all assumptions of, of immutability, of censorship resistance are gone. And as such, what we at IOTA did when we launched this network, we, we understood this risk and we, we um, circumvented it basically by having this coordinator. And what this coordinator does is it issues periodic milestones and those milestones help the network in its validation. So think about uh, uh, basically a compass, somebody that guides the, uh, uh, an entity in the network that guides the network in its confirmation by saying, hey, this set of transactions should be valid. Please confirm it. Right? So the confirmation and the validation is still done by the entire network, but the, co the, the coordinator slash compass is re simply there to help the network in its validation. And this is exactly also how the Bitcoin network uh, did it up, up until 2012, where they had these checkpoints, where basically one of the Bitcoin core developers put in a checkpoint in the, in the Bitcoin core software. It says, hey, up until this point, everything is final. And so you cannot reverse those blocks. And IOTA has, 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 has 
uh, utilize a similar principle for, for securing our network in this growth phase. But the exciting part now is obviously, this, this was one of the main arguments against IOTA, but the exciting part is that we are now very, very confident that we have a new solution that is still based on these principles of utilizing a directed acyclic graph, meaning the tangle, that is now much, much more scalable, uh, much more secure and, and resilient towards it, uh, to, to attacks and is also going to be fearless. Okay. And this is basically what we're implementing right now. And I mean, what's the, I guess a, an important question to ask really is um, what do you see as being, I don't know, the success story? The, what's the end goal for IOTA? What's a win in your eyes as far as yourself and the team's visions yeah. for what you can achieve? Right. So our big goal is to really be the first permissionless distributed ledger that is really enterprise ready. What we see in this space is a lot of promises, a lot of hope for what DLT is going to end up with, right? And DLT for everybody, apart from the speculators, is really there are just so fundamental problems in, in today's society and in, in, in today's business world. Basically, commodity, commodity, commoditizing trust. And if we achieve that, we truly have a new uh, way of doing business, a new way to transact globally. And unleashing that potential is really our big goal. Now, as I said before, we really created IOTA to converge uh, DLT and IoT. So our big vision is to really be a machine currency. So one machine can transact with another machine and really open up completely new possibilities. And so that's, that's why we always call IOTA the backbone of the machine economy. Because what we envision is really machines trading with each other and automating and securing processes around us even further. Good example is, is your vehicle. We always talk about autonomous vehicles and mobility as a service. So your car in the future will not just only be able to buy and sell data constantly, so you can also earn money, but it will also automate these processes around you. Like for example, with the car wallet, now we can pay for the toll station, for the parking station. We can even sell and buy electricity on the grid. And so that's really our big vision here. Wow. Well, I mean, there's, you, there's, there's a clear growth going on at IOTA. I mean, you've, uh, you've got some of the biggest companies in the world uh, that are clients or partners, or I'm not quite sure what you represent them as, but I mean, some of those is Cisco, Volkswagen, of course, being a, a recent addition to that, that the market certainly liked, uh, Samsung, Energy, and uh, Fujitsu. I mean, these are, these are yeah. all billion dollar businesses. So what are you actually, like? what's IOTA adding uh, to their platform and why are these people working with you guys over everything else? Yeah. Right. So just one correction, right? We're not working with Cisco. Oh, my apologies. So, yeah. No, don't worry. Uh, but but uh, I think in general, IOTA is one of the top three ecosystems out there next to Ethereum and next to Hyperledger. Because we've always said since the beginning that we are, fo uh, as a project, we are really fundamentally focused on solving industry problems. And so we always say we work for and with the industry. And as a foundation, non-profit foundation in Germany, we obviously have a good arguments on why to work with us because we don't really have any profit interests. We really focus on realizing this vision of DLT. And that is why companies really come to us because they want to work with us. And we, we right now have more than 110 employees in the foundation. And half of those people are really focused on this ecosystem creation and doing partnership management with big companies. And the good thing about our project is that we have quite a few success stories where we've worked with, with some of these largest companies in the world on actual products. And that really convinces other companies as well to work with us. So one, one recent example is the announcement that we had with Jaguar Land Rover. 
yeah. where we announced the creation of Akari wallets. And this is really something where we are helping Jaguar Land Rover also speed up the time it takes to really run this in production on, on their vehicles. And this really is a convincing argument for, for these companies to work with us. So, I mean, the equipment, look, excuse my naivety, right? Um, my, my thing around business is where's the revenue coming from? And obviously the token, I mean, you, you're sitting at 16 on CMC, you've got a, a value or market capitalization of 1.25 billion. Of course, you know, we've been through some pretty big ups and downs lately. Um, yep. But I mean, what is the model to revenue? How are you going to sustain 110 staff will probably grow if you can achieve your goals to probably thousands. How do you as a business continue to grow and continue to thrive? Is it based off the token price and therefore the more people that are using the token and the technology you use? I mean, how, how does it all come together? I mean, there's, you've yeah. got to pay people, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So maybe, maybe here we should also mention something about the origin story of IOTA because I think that's a very important one. Sure. Uh, you know, all of the other projects, they always took a pre-mine. So Ripple, for example, has like a 60% pre-mine. And so their business is definitely in, in trying to increase the price so that they can start doing more pay for play basically. Yeah. And what IOTA did is we did a very, very small ICO. So we raised half a million dollars. Yeah, I saw that. that uh, very interesting. Yeah, so because we initially we always advertise that this is a risky investment and mm. we are not here to increase the token price. We are here to really create something fundamentally different. So we raised half a million dollars. And what was very unique there is that we as founders, we as the foundation didn't get any pre-mine allocation. So we had to buy in ourselves to even have tokens. And what we then did very uniquely is with the foundation, we came to our community and said like, hey, if you want to have a foundation, please donate money. And so we brought the community together and they donated about 5% of the supply. Yep. And with that, then we founded the IOTA Foundation in Germany, which is also very unique for us because it's obviously one of the most highly regulated spaces, mm -hmm. uh, uh, environments out there. And through that, that was basically the initial funding of the IOTA Foundation. And through that, we are right now financing most of this. But the important part of, of the IOTA Foundation is that we are very much focused on sustainability. And that means we are also bringing in new revenue streams. And that includes grants. For example, last year we were part of a consortium which is called City Exchange, which got a total of 20 million euros in funding. And the IOTA Foundation got half a million. And we, are, we also have other grants right now going on. We also have big companies paying us for, for advice, for consultancy and for development. And we really envision now also with this ecosystem creation that we can set up new revenue sources. Uh, because we are really, truly the experts and we help those companies achieve exactly what you said, basically creating new revenue. And we as a foundation, we don't see ourselves becoming a new Red Hat or a new Microsoft. We will always be a nonprofit foundation that will be focused on, on the hardcore research and development and on this ecosystem creation. We want to enable the future Red Hats, the future for-profit startups to be in this ecosystem and to help sustain it and grow it further. So we are really an, an, an enabler in that regard. Okay. Well, I mean, look, I mean, the grants are wonderful. Grants are good. But with 110 people, your burn rate, 500,000 euros isn't even going to pay a month, right? So, I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to make the assumption, I would love you to correct me if I'm wrong, that most of the revenue currently will be coming through the consultancy. Uh, of course, if you've got enough brains, then people will pay for that expert understanding and knowledge. Is that where IOTA keeps itself pushing along more than anything else? 
Right, right. So one thing we have to realize is that the IOTA Foundation was only created at the end of uh, 2017. Yep. Right. And, and so uh, we, we had a long way to go to really set up this organization and to also figure out how can we be sustainable. And so this year we are definitely seeing the fruits of our labor where, where we have more revenue coming in. Obviously right now we don't have any acute need for, for, for a lot of revenue because we, we have the funding still from, from, the, from the donations from the community. But at the same time, we are really focused on the sustainability. And there are some bigger projects that we have uh, right now lined up where, where we really think that we, we can achieve the sustainability of the foundation within the next one to two years. And just so you know, grants is definitely the biggest part of it now. For Say that again, sorry? Uh, grants is the biggest part of our funding source right oh, now. Okay. Because we don't just have that one, we also have others. Oh, okay. I, sorry, I, I understand more there. So, I mean, when you, these big companies that you are working with, of course, you are uh, looking to work with others and with any business, you, you have a strategy, then you need to go out to market and get the business. Are you finding that most of the partnerships and the deals that you're doing and the, and the business that you're doing through IOTA is because you've got an external team chasing business or is it because they're coming to you? No, it's definitely because they're coming to us. We, we, we have a lot of companies that have reached out to us over the last few months and years where we have focused on fostering these relationships. And, and the good part is that we have a very good reputation, especially in, in the industry, simply because we are not one of those other ICO projects that is chasing new, new price heights. Right? We are focused fundamentally on solving problems for and with the industry. And that is what, what excites those companies. And because we are not based in Switzerland or Singapore or some shady island, <laughs> but because we're based in Germany, many of these companies really realize that we are serious and we are here to stay. And obviously the, the technology and our IT focus helps a lot in, in, in convincing these companies to work with us. Okay. So who's your dream client for IOTA? I mean, if, if you could have any singular client anywhere in the world, any business, any individual, any entrepreneur, any titan, who is that client, right. Who is that business? So our big focus for this year is definitely smart cities. So meaning governments. We just ah. recently announced our partnership with the city of Austin. And we also have a partnership with the city of Taipei. We also partnered with seven cities in Europe. And those cities are really the perfect partners for us simply because we want to move away from doing proof of concepts towards test beds. And that means really ro uh, rolling out our technology and, and use cases to a larger uh, user base and also uh, deliberate testing because only through that we can really cross this chasm and make sure that IOTA and our ecosystem is production ready. And those test, those cities and governments are really a perfect way for us to then also include our, our corporate partners and even startups mm. so through that we can really foster and grow that further. Well, it, it makes a lot of sense. And effectively, you're doing what a lot of people say they're doing, right? But you're actually doing it, which yeah. is bridging the gap uh, for blockchain technology to, uh, I guess, spread its seed is probably a way of, of, of putting it through yeah. you know, traditional businesses into a space which you know, they're going to have to develop and grow. And IOTA is there yeah. at the forefront doing that. You've been around for over four years now. You raise a very small ICO and it sounds as though you're working very hard. And we do see these partnerships and whatnot uh, coming out over time. So what can we expect to see from IOTA in 2019? I was about to say 2018. It's halfway through the year now, Craig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So obviously a lot more partnerships and a lot more ecosystem growth. We, have, we, are, we are very much focused on growing our developer community. 
where we have some very exciting startups that are also building on top of IOTA and actually getting funding from VCs. But apart from that, I think what we are really focused on is, is really reaching a level of maturity where we have big companies and also startups running actual products on top of the tangle. So that is why this maturity on the governance side of IOTA, meaning that we put our code uh, towards a more vendor neutral environment where also companies and startups can more easily contribute towards. There is a big focus for this year and obviously also the, the progressing uh, the technology itself, meaning that we have a, a working test net for our core design solution. And we also bring this confidence in the market and in the research community that what we have created really is something that is going to work out in the wild and will be sustainable. Yeah, okay. I mean, look, you're in the right place because I've looked that up and uh, the accounting firm Bain has said that the uh, Internet of Things market in 2020 will be a $470 billion yeah. marketplace. Now, I would suspect that you're probably one of the early movers, one of the, uh, the first, I suppose, within that space. Therefore, with the expertise, uh, the execution background and the team, uh, as well as being a pioneer, I suppose, you, do you see yourself as being well-placed to, uh, to carve out quite a chunk of that? Because let's be honest, even if you can just get a couple of percent of that, I mean, you're laughing, right? Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And that is really why we've been very much focused on this IoT environment because at the end of the day, everything will be connected. Everything will be smart. And being the backbone of that will be huge. And we already seen today where IOTA gets included into IoT reports, talking about the potential and talking about the needs and the problems. But we are really one of the solution providers. And we, we have a unique technology and a unique ecosystem that is really tailored towards that IoT community and ecosystem. So I definitely think that we have a, we, we are one of the projects that has the most potential in, in unlocking this new economic growth through IoT. Yeah, look, it, uh, it's, it's a very fascinating space. It's why I'm here and sort of down my tools as a trader, trading traditional markets and have focused exclusively on helping and teaching other people to trade my strategies within this market because the volatility is just insane. And of course, I'm here as a trader, um, but I've yep. learned so much, uh, especially doing this show. You know, I, I've been able to interview a lot of very fascinating people and um, it just blows my mind. You know, it, it, I'm not a tech background type of guy. I, I've learned so much yep. in this space and never have I had more conviction about being at the right place at the right time with a skill set that's also complementary to what's going on in this space. Clearly, uh, yep. you were a visionary. You were back there in 2012. Uh, you've started the IOTA Foundation, you know, IOTA itself in 2015. And from a very humble beginning of 434,000 US dollars, you've now grown an absolute beast. So absolute credit to you and the team. It's, uh, it's an absolute pleasure to speak with you. One last question. You got any scoops for us, mate? What, what, what do you mean with scoops? Any... Give me something tasty that no one else knows. <laughs> stay out of court. So, <laughs> so you know, this, this space has, has something about pre, pre-announcing an announcement. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, tell me about it. So, yeah, no, exactly. So we, we, we can't really talk much about that because we, we under strict NDAs and we try to not cater to that anymore. But, but the exciting part is that we are, we are here to stay. We are very much focused and we have some, some big progress coming up. The, the, the biggest one will be the launch of this Cordyside network over the next few weeks and months. And I think that will be very exciting for, for your viewership as well so that they can also maybe uh, participate in that test network and feel what the future of IOTA will look like. 
Makes sense. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the answer of a true smart business person. This is not about hype. It's about building a business. I ask guests that are running large projects the same question. Some give some information, shouldn't do, some don't. It's my job to ask the questions and it's yours to stay out of litigation. So well done on your answer there, Dominic. Now, finally, where can people find out more information? How do they plug in to know what developments are going on within IOTR and what you guys are up to? Yeah, absolutely. So the best source of information is our website, iota.org. And, and the easiest way to, to keep updated is definitely Twitter. So twitter.com slash iota token. So follow us there and you can keep up to date with all of the recent announcements. And if you want to be more close, closely involved in the community, you can join our Discord channel. We can talk with our developers. We have an open development program where all of our development is done on Discord. So you can see what's happening. I think that's a very exciting way to participate in the community and the development of the project. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. It has been Dominic Sheena, co-founder of the IOTA Foundation. It has been an absolute pleasure talking with you. And of course, all of the details for the socials will be on my Twitter and Facebook account. So go and follow Trader Cobb. And you'll find all the information. Thank you so much for your time, Dominic, and all the best in the future. Yeah, thank you very much, Craig. It was, was a great interview. Ladies and gentlemen, have a fantastic day. Bye for now.